Koppel, host of the Time for Coffee podcast, where you get firsthand career advice into the jobs and industries that interest you the most. And before we start today's show, I have a quick favor to ask you. If you haven't already, I'd be incredibly grateful if you give us a rating and a review on iTunes. And if you're like me, you need to do it now because you'll forget later and because it's the best way to help others who may be in search of career advice to find this free resource. So press pause if you haven't done it and do it right now. I'll wait. Thanks so much and enjoy today's show. Hey there, Java Junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career double shot K-Cup with my guest, Jonathan Tesser. Let's dive into what you are doing now as the Vice President of Research and Insights at NYC and Company. What does that title mean and what do you do? Great question. So first off, um, as you said, uh, NYC and Company is the official tourism bureau for New York City. Right. So that means that our job is to promote New York City as a destination for visitors who come to the city, right? So that being said, my job and my department were called the research unit because we all kind of work together as, a, as an organism. There's three of us and, and a bunch of uh, interns and volunteers. But what we're mainly responsible for, notice how I say we, because we all take on different aspects of this, is one, we take a temperature pulse of tourism activity in, in New York City. So we release every month what we call the barometer. Right. And that helps us understand how's tourism doing in New York City right now. And there's a lot of different inputs that go into that. We have to understand are people are staying in hotels and at what rates, right? And how much are they spending per night at a hotel? So all of this hotel information helps us understand, okay, how are we doing? We use that as the main sort of way of understanding tourism activity. Then, you know, obviously airports and airline information and flights and, you know, are people booking flights and are they arriving as often as they have in the past? And this kind of information about airport and airline visitation. And then we move into spending. We have individual spending, both domestic, meaning I live here in the U.S., so people from the U.S. visiting New York City, as well as international visitation coming from outside the U.S., how are they, what are they spending money on? And how is that changing over time? We have access to Visa data, credit card data that gives us that information. And then one of the really exciting pieces that we've added on in terms of how we're measuring this is mobile location data. Probably like, what is that? Yeah. So we can actually, when you have your cell phone, and I hope this doesn't freak people out who are listening to this, if you've agreed with an app, right, to say, okay, I, you can track where I am, 
we work with a company that collects that data. Now, not obviously on an individual level, we don't know who you are, but we do know where you're walking around. And so that helps us understand where are people going once they're in New York City? What are they doing? So all of that is information that goes into this barometer. The other aspect of what we do is we try and understand as much as possible about the identity of the visitor who comes here, right? So what is a German tourist like, right? We answer that kind of question. You know, a whole bunch of data that, that goes into answering that. And we do a lot of survey collection and analysis around these different segments of visitors to understand what drives them so that we can market better than them. I'd say those are really the two sides of, of what we do. Obviously, there's a lot more. Um, it's a very sort of startup-y kind of role within a larger sort of more developed organization. Can you give us an example of how some of this research and data analytics has affected the way that NYC and Co. maybe shows up on its website? I think maybe the better question answer, not necessarily about internal actions that are taken. We're more effective. We're a membership-based organization. So the reason we come up with this information and help out, and what I mean by membership is if you're a hotel or a restaurant or an attraction, right? You're a member. We're a trade organization. And you sign up for regular dues. And one of the main expectations out of those dues is to understand the numbers behind the city, right? So we're most effective as a department when we're sharing that information with our external constituency, which is the membership, and helping them figure out their strategic planning or like giving them the pulse because they got to go, you know, got a CMO and they got to go talk to a CEO at their company. They're like, we need some data. Come on, come on, come on. We're very effective at delivering that outside of the organization. Internally, since I'm a very honest person, uh, we haven't always been very effective at communicating this kind of information to our marketing team so that they can implement it in areas like a website or a marketing team. Got it. Fair enough. And just very quickly, John, can you take us into a typical day for you on the job? As I said, we're doing this interview, or maybe I said it earlier in our Espresso Shots episode, but we're doing this interview at the end of August 2021. And obviously, the pandemic is still around and the Delta variant and whatnot. You're working from home. What does a typical day look like for you? Sure. A lot of my days is looking at this kind of data and trying to decipher what's going on, right? So it's it's the insight creation that comes out of this and the storytelling that follows, right? So for instance, looking at the hotel data, what is this telling us? What, what kind of signals are we getting around what is tourism going to look like in the next couple of months? And then communicating that information to senior management. Reviewing survey data, particularly like, you know, we know we have a new, this is a great example, we have a new vaccine mandate in New York City, which means that if you want to go indoors, to a hotel, an attraction, museum, etc., you have to show proof that you've been vaccinated. So we're doing research on the ground to collect information about what do people feel or think about that. And then again, relaying that information internally, primarily, and, and some externally to the mayor's office in New York City is kind of fun. We're, we're super important, right? Where we're giving information directly to the mayor of New York, relaying that information about you know what people think about the vaccine mandate. So it's a 
It's a lot of interpreting data, both from the data that we collect, as well as from other sources, you know, secondary sources like trade magazines and things like that, and putting together this, this story of, of what's going on. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to this latest episode of T4C. And if you're interested in learning more about my coaching services for confused college students and recent grads, feel free to check out the Time for Coffee website under the coaching tab at time, the number four, coffee.org or text me at 202-236-5712. That's 202-236-5712. Thank you.